Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about the one marketing channel you should invest in but you aren't. And we're, by the way, before before we go on into this, we're going to have an episode that can address one of the potential issues you might see with this episode. So stay tuned for that. Neil, what could it possibly be? Branding. It's the one thing that most businesses do not invest in. They're like, I spend a dollar. What am I getting in return? Now, you see the big traditional businesses, McDonald's, Coke, Pepsi, Nike, American Express, and the list keeps going on and on, the multi-billion dollar companies, spending an arm and a leg on branding. You fly to any international airport terminal in a major city, you're going to see like that little uh, gate thingy that connects the plane to the hub. I don't even know what it's called, like that tube that you walk, the, not the runway. The walkway? The ramp, the ramp that gets you from yeah. the airport onto the plane. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them are branded HSBC. Even the freaking, like the, the boxes too are branded. Like yeah. when you put your clothes in it, when you're going through TSA. Yeah, yeah they used to be branded Zappos in the US. I don't even know I saw Ro- Robin Hood at the LAX recently. Oh, that's cool. The trading app. But yeah. none of them were amazing like Zappos because Zappos no. had the little shoe things. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. Most yeah. of the other ones don't even make sense. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, look, branding is something that... Uh, Look, a lot of the clients that are reaching out to both Neil's agency and 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 our agent or my agency, look, they're all they're all looking for performance marketing, and we're even having a conversation with the the leadership team today, the management team, just saying, look, everyone's looking for performance marketing all the time, and yes, it's great. It definitely is harder. I like being held to ROI kind of goals, but at the same time, if you think about the the big agencies out there, a lot of them. And I talked to a friend that's that's actually a director at a very large agency, uh, publicly traded actually in the U.S., and and what he said is most of their money actually comes from awareness campaigns, which means programmatic or where they're just putting a lot of money into, you know, just making people aware of, of their clients. Now, why, what is the reason for that? It's not that these companies are dumb. It's not that they just have no, they, they have a bunch of money and they don't know where to put it. That could be part of the reason. But at the end of the day, Neil talks about this all the time. It's the rule of what, Neil? The rule of seven? You rule of seven. Someone sees your business or brand seven times, they're much more likely to convert into a customer. Yeah, and we're talking these are these are multi-billion dollar enterprises and there's a reason they're doing it. And what what I found is and, and I'm pretty sure Neil see, seen the same thing, Neil you can chime in here, but you know the the when we look at all the blogging that we do, all the speaking that's done, all the video that's done, video stuff that's done, the podcasting stuff, what ends up happening even the guest posts as well is I hear this all the time. Eric, I see you everywhere. I don't know if you get that, Neil. Uh not as much as I used to. 
probably because you don't pay attention anymore. But I, I put Neil's name and there's there, like I got this free tool called Brand Twenty Four. I threw Neil's name in there, and it shows like our names all the time. And he's getting like fifty, sixty mentions a day. I'm getting like twelve. So like he's getting the mentions. He's just not paying attention. I should pay attention. But yeah, in general, I'm a big believer in branding. I don't look at it as how many mentions I'm going to get, and I should, but I don't look at like mentions or is this driving revenue? I'm just like, look, you put out a lot of goodwill, you help others, people keep seeing you, eventually lead into revenue. Funny enough, even though I'm a marketer and I'm analytical, I do not track are my branding campaigns or my investments in a lot of these things creating a positive ROI or are they losing me money like I just don't care I'm a big believer you build a brand you help others and it just works out and then and Neil actually lives up to that he tracks all his expenses everything every number down to the hawk uh, we can talk about that maybe in, an, in another episode but if you look if you want to just going to Neil's point for a second if you do want to track your ROI there's a really good post written by Matthew Barbie from HubSpot talking about how you can track your content marketing ROI because some of you are probably gonna have to prove to stakeholders but you know if you're running your own thing and you truly believe in what you're doing it is going to work out in the long term look Neil and I talk about this all the time yes you're gonna suck in the beginning but eventually you're gonna get better and I, I think for me at least speaking from personal experience I'm not really good at all the flashy marketing I'm really good at the slow and and the slow boring growth kind of stuff and I suspect that Neil is, is kind of the same thing I don't think Neil's a very flashy guy Neil you can speak to it no I'm wearing Lululemon clothes right now that's pretty flashy <laughs> I, I walked into the studio today and Eric's like, you're dressed down today. I'm like, yep, Lululemon, yeah, I'm wearing, wearing shorts. Lululemon, we'll work out gym after. shorts. Yeah. I actually worked out before. I'm like, yeah, I didn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. You don't smell anything. But, well, uh, no, no, yeah. I worked out, showered, and okay, then I changed it. into Lululemon clothes got it, got after. It, it. But that's got good it. branding. I buy Lululemon clothes because they're comfortable. And you see them everywhere and people talking about how comfortable they are. It's good branding, yeah. It's amazing branding. Mm-hmm. And it's just like people who wear their products love about love them and they talk about it. And it's just like you can create an amazing brand, not just through investing in tactics like podcasting and videos and content marketing, but you can also create a good brand. And this is the main way you should is by creating a good product or service. If people get crappy results, you're going to have a shitty brand. If people have a crappy experience with your product, again, you're going to have a shitty brand. If people love your product, your service, it's cheaper, it's more affordable, it's 10 times better than the closest competitor, people are going to love you. Yeah, You know who's a really good example of, of, of strong branding? So there's a gaming company that's been around for a very long time. We're talking 130 years or so. What, what company do you think that is? I have no idea. Nintendo. The Nintendo has been around for 130 years. So, so here's the thing. If you think about gaming, it's a very fickle kind of deal. People are, it's a very up and down industry. Gaming companies kind of go, it, it's a very boom or bust, feast or famine kind of thing. But how is it that Nintendo has standed or stood the test of time for 130 years? It's because they have complete, look, they, they've just been very consistent with their story over time. It's not like they're doing anything flashy. They, sometimes they might be, Look, they'll take their licking every now and then, you know, everyone's like, oh, Nintendo's going to die, whatever. But they always come out stronger than ever. Look, they got Nintendo Switch now. They're known for what? Mario, Donkey Kong, Zelda, for these kind of quirky stories that people can kind of immerse themselves in. And I think that's a really good example of some a brand that's been very consistent that I think you can look to. You can look at what Neil's been doing around the marketing side. It's been consistent for 17 years, but also look at Nintendo as well. And then you can get some idea about how you can make your brand stand the test of time. Neil? There you go. I think that's it for my end. All right. So go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to check out our marketing goodies to grow your business. And we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. 
Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School. Oh,